All right, everybody. Welcome to Wrestling Has Lost This Way, Episode 4. We have a lot to talk about here, but to start it off, here's Johnny. All right. Thank you. All right. We're going to – we have a lot of news today on the update with wrestling and the coronavirus. Uh, This has been a very busy and trying week in not just the world of wrestling, but outside of wrestling. Quick, quick recap. Uh, a lot, a lot of things in, in the U.S. have shut down because of the spread of the, the, the virus. Every major sport has either canceled or suspended seasons. Um, NBA and NHL suspended seasons after uh, two players on the Utah Jazz have tested positive for a coronavirus. And one of them was blatantly, purposely touching microphones at the end of a game, making fun of the, the, the disease so he gets what he asked for. Uh, also, XFL is canceled for the se- their only season. <laughs> Hopefully, they can come back. We'll see about that. Uh, Major League Baseball has suspended spring training and uh, moved the opening date back to two weeks, which is probably more like, more like a month. <clears throat> and then NASCAR and PGA also canceled along with MLS. But in the world of wrestling, it's, it's also affected it as well. As far as we know, right now, currently, WrestleMania is still going on. WWE had a meeting with Tampa Bay officials this week, and they 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 were like, they told Vince, "Okay, you need to cancel this because it's you know we don't want to cause the spread of this virus to thousands of people." And Vince was like, basically, he said, "No, we're we're not going to cancel." So they gave them an ultimatum, seven days to either cancel it themselves or come up with a contingency plan. So it looks like by the time we talk to you again next week, it may be, it, it'll probably be canceled, which not only will affect WrestleMania, but will affect lots of other promotions as well, because the week of WrestleMania, there's lots of different uh, stuff that goes on. Uh, I know Ring of Honor has a, has a has an event that week. Impact has an event which they were going to bring back the TNA name for one night only that week. Uh, WrestleCon uh, has, has a show as well which uh, Friday night went to WrestleCon a few years ago in New Orleans. That was a, it was an awesome convention. <clears throat> which being with, with this coronavirus, I don't think they would have now because you you have a lot of contact with, with wrestlers. You know, personally, we, you know, we got to do the, uh, the RVD uh, with Rob Van Dam and the, uh, the, the finger sign with DDP. My personal favorite, I got to put my hand around the waist of Kelly Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> But, we were fighting for position on that. Yes, 
Yeah. I think Juan got more hand than I did. I'm, s- <laughs> I'm still a little mad about that, but that's not what we're talking about right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Continue. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. So, yeah, uh, other other events that were going on that week, Joey Genoa was having his spring break uh, card, which was going to feature Orange Cassidy against Minoru Suzuki, which would have been a good match. Also, something uh, Joey Ryan's penis party, whatever, whatever that is. We will never know. Yeah. <laughs> jo- Joey Ryan, by the way, is a local indie indie wrestler. Not a local. He's a re- indie wrestler who his gimmick is his penis. So that's enough. Say. Go look him up. Uh, also, uh, there was going to be a, a wrestling stand-up show with the Probably the two worst comedians, uh, Mick Foley and Dolph Ziggler. <laughs> I don't know. I think they'd be fine. I wouldn't say the worst. They're okay, but but you know, Mick Foley especially, uh, he doesn't have any jokes outside of wrestling. Yeah, but then he a- did it. He wrestled for a long time, so he probably yeah. has a lot of content. So I could see that being but- pretty good. But we do have our first cancellation for that week. Uh, German promotion World of Extreme Wrestling WXW was going to have a show uh, that week, but because uh, Donald Trump had his uh, his ban on uh, foreign um, foreign people coming coming from Europe, uh, yeah, they can't come over for at least thirty days. That's also affected a match for TakeOver Tampa Bay, which has already been canceled. One, Not the show, but the match itself, which I know Drew's not going to like. We are no longer going to get to see Finn Balor versus Walter. Yeah, that's that's off the card. If that, if that show even happens. Yeah. Uh, definitely... Definitely a bad thing that that match is not going to be able to happen. But there's a lot more show to be had. So yeah, and uh, they could stream it from UK because they have the setup already over there when they for the filming of WWE UK. It's an option. Yeah, <laughs> well, yeah, well, yeah. Well, today they they extended the travel ban travel ban to the UK too. So yeah. Um, also. Uh, uh, sooner, sooner than that, uh, as we're going to discuss last night's Friday Night SmackDown was held at the Performance Center in Orlando with uh, no audience, which was very different and very weird. Yeah, it was weird, and we'll discuss that yeah. soon Soon here. but, but And also, uh, Monday Night Raw is also going to be held at, at the Performance Center. And we're thinking at this point, uh, several weeks of, of uh, typing to the performance center. So we'll have to see what happens with that. And finally, AEW is uh, moving at least this week's show, which will send me in Rochester to their their home in, in Jacksonville, which the only reason they can have the event there is because uh, the cons own that building. Unless unless they say otherwise in Jacksonville, that's where this week's show is going to be held. The following week's show, Blood and Guts, 
we are we don't know where that's going to be held now. We don't even know if they're still going to have blood and guts. Well, seeing as they're calling it blood and guts and they're trying to do a lot of promotion for it, I think yeah. they would still still have it uh, just in Jacksonville. I would say they just go ahead and do it there. Yeah, give them two uh, shows. Arena. Yeah, the empty, empty arena. arena. Yeah, yeah, which which they've already talked about. They might end up doing either at the least a limited audience or no audience at all. Yeah, whatever keeps them safe, uh, they'll still get a real good amount of views on TV. So, yeah, they just need to do what's good for them and just stay safe as much as possible. Yeah. All right, and that was about all I had for the update. All right, uh, thank you. Well, the one thing, though, I do want to mention, and for those of you listening, I want to give a a shout and and promote an event for a uh, a YouTube channel and podcast that Freddie and I both will watch a lot, which is uh, a wrestle talk. They this coming Monday they were going to have a a live show, uh, their own live show in the UK and uh, in England to uh, to support uh, local uh, wrestlers and to feature their talents. But because of all this coronavirus, they had to they had to cancel it. But Will Osprey set, stepped up and he had the idea: let's just have this in an empty arena. We'll we'll broadcast it live on YouTube. And we'll just have some have some uh, big matches set up, which he set up his own main event, which is going to be an intergender match between himself and his girlfriend, B. Priestley. <laughs> yes. I love it. I yes. love that he did that. And I was excited for what WrestleTalk was going to do with it to begin with, but they weren't sure of what was going to happen with all of this. I think this is a really good move. I think it's even got more attention now than from it at the very beginning. They're going to get a lot of views and it's to support indie wrestlers, not miss out on that payday. So, you know, there's a silver lining and everything and they definitely found it here. So, so, so here's, here's a deal that, no one is going to get paid for the show. No, none of the performers or the commentators or the ring crew. So what they're going to do during the live stream, they're going to ask for people to donate and do uh, super chats to donate money. And all the the, the proceeds will go to, uh, will, you know, they'll equally get pay for whatever money they bring in. Also, if you go to WrestleTalkMerch.com, they have a shirt now. It says, support wrestling, screw coronavirus. <laughs> so all the proceeds for that, for that sale, the shirt will also go to help the, uh, the people working on the show. So go to WrestleTalk on Facebook or, or YouTube, YouTube preferably. Uh, go subscribe to them. The show will go live at 3 p.m. Eastern, 2 Central, which will be 7 p.m. GMT time in the UK on Monday. So check that out. Definitely check that out. Yeah. So 
from here, now that we have all this news out there, it was definitely a lot. We're going to lighten the mood a little bit if Johnny still wants to go through with that this week. Uh, your test, or do you want to shelf that for a little bit more? No, uh, we can we can do that. All right. Uh, I'm just uh, actually I'm looking for my page here. All right. This so is wanna... this is gonna catch Drew completely off guard. Uh, I know I, I I know what it's about. So I had about two weeks to try and remember some things, but... Oh, gee, thanks. Make that fair to me. No, but wait. <laughs> you, you didn't let me finish. <laughs> I don't remember a lot of things. You know, my memory's not that good. So, I might know a couple, but I think it's a level playing field. Uh, a lot of questions that he asks, just uh, so everyone gets prepared. You're probably going to hear a lot of, uh, we don't know. <laughs> so we'll try and make it as interesting as possible. But yeah, definitely support Wrestle Talk. Go check them out. Uh, that shirt, coronavirus, is going to be a funny shirt. I'm definitely going to get it. And I'll be watching on Monday. So support all the wrestling you can. And this is one of the things I'm going to support. Yeah. Okay. So, for this, um, I'm going to make it like a. It, it's not really a test, more like a contest. Yeah, so it's it, between myself and Drew to see who can remember more, or who can guess correctly, because I I probably can't remember a lot of it, even though I looked over the list about thirty times. And we'll see if Drew can guess some of them. I'll let him go first every time. Just so he has a shot before I do. Okay, so here's the deal. Uh, Is the intern available? No. (laughs) He's not here. Why is the intern not available? Why is he not there? He's at the grandma's house for the weekend. Uh, he needs to. Also, in Corona news, they extended spring break another week at Rolla, Oh yeah, that's schools. right. That's right. We, we didn't cover that. Mesquite and Dallas. All and the Sporting. schools, all the schools in our local area, all the school districts have. They have uh, extended their spring, spring breaks by either one one to three weeks, depending on the district. Yeah, so, for the ones. Them. Yeah, that never happened whenever we were in I school. I know, right? No. <laughs> now it happens. The only it's, time I wish I was still in school. It took a viral outbreak that's probably going to end up with half the people being zombies for this to happen. All right. So then, because uh, I was going to ask him to keep score. Uh, because, see, the one... So I, I guess I'm going to do that in my head then because right. the one who got the most, I was going to let them talk about their show first. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Well, let's All get right. it going. And let's okay. See. So what this is, this is last week, the Wrestling Observer came out with their 
uh, Wrestling Observer Newsletter Awards for 2019. So I'm going to tell you the award and I'm going to give you all a chance to guess. And then I'll give you all the right answer and then we can discuss if, if you want. All right. So let's go ahead and start off with the, uh, the big award, which is Wrestler of the Year for 2019. Who was it? Is this is all brands? Yes, all yes. brands. Don't this is not the WWE universe. This is all major promotions, promotions: WWE, New Japan, Ring of Honor, Impact. Oh God, what's his name? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna sit here and be quiet for a little bit because I think I know this one, but I'm gonna let Drew go first if he remembers. Who he's talking about? This should be easy. It's someone we all know. Probably Adam Cole. <laughs> okay, Freddie. What do you think? What do I think, or what do yes. I know? <laughs> okay, what do you know? I think I know this one. Okay. I, I, I threw thinking there just in case if I'm wrong, but Chris Jericho. Yes, that's correct. Chris Jericho is the best wrestler for 2019. <laughs> <laughs> At least I can say I got one. Which he also, he, he, Chris Jericho was also the best interview of 2019. All right. So, so well, look, best interview question is off the table now. We're going to yeah, yeah. Uh, just forget these, that one. Some of these I'm going to give you, but others you'll give. So, two so, points for me? One. Damn it. Where I tried. You get two? <laughs> you get two? Because Chris Jericho is, I'm trying to cheat. Because there's two words in Chris Jericho? <laughs> no, because Chris Jericho is two answers, and I said Chris Jericho, so I gave two you points. One of the, I gave you one of the answers. <laughs> Fine. Okay. All right. Now, this is different from best wrestler of the year. This is most outstanding wrestler of the year. What's the difference? <laughs> okay, most outstanding is for like most athletic. Oh. And best wrestler was like all, all around. Okay. He's thinking really hard. I can never remember this guy's name. <laughs> <laughs> it's the one Japanese wrestlers put me. Kashida, 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 not Kashida. The one that's the IGP heavyweight champion with the blonde hair. What's his name? Okada. Okada. That's it. <laughs> that's okay, my answer. All right. I think I know this one as well. I'm going Will Osprey. Yes. Correct again. <laughs> this isn't fair. No, it's not. Look, look. I, I'm not looking at anything. My phone is locked. I did but look at the answers at least if, once. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. If he can, if he can, like the next two correct, I'm, I'm gonna have to disqualify him. <laughs> just like, just like you guess. I'm gonna blatantly not get them right just to keep my points. Okay. Okay. Next one is best. Tag team for 2019. Young Bucks. Okay, ready? 
Well, since he said Young Bucks, I'm going to go different. I really can't remember this one. Okay, I'm being okay, honest good. right now. So I'm just going to say Jurassic Express. <laughs> uh, no, uh, the answer is the Lucha Bros. Right, right, right. Lucha Bros. That's what they were. I knew they were on the list. I just can't remember <laughs> which. When it comes to tag teams, it gets a little complicated because there's so many. And I think there's more than one question that brings up tag teams. So yeah. I got a little lost there. Okay. So no points there. Okay. Best weekly TV show. Dynamite. Ready? Just for the sake of competition, because <laughs> and pity, maybe a little bit, I'll go NXT. Okay, dynamite it is. Hey, I got one. Hey, <laughs> you got a point. Even pity though they're point. only, even though they're only on the air for three months, they still got to best TV show of the year. Pity point. Pity point. Yeah. You say pity point? <laughs> No, pity. Oh, okay. Pity point. <laughs> it's two to one. Two yes. to one. Okay. So next one is the best match of the year. Uh, I should know so this, this one. 2019, yes. yes. And this, this covers all promotions. Like the one match from all promotions. Not one for each, but... Okay. As a whole, Okada Omega, one of them. Because <laughs> I know they fought like three or four times, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, right. so you say Okada Omega. I think I got this one as well. So <laughs> I'm <laughs> uh, Young Bucks versus Hangman Page and Kenny Omega. Um, well, that would be a good guess, but I think that's a good candidate for 2020 matches. Ah. <laughs> it was, damn it. I didn't think about it as much as I thought I was. All right. All so, right, fine. So the winning at the, or the best match of the year happened from the, the finals of the best of the Super Juniors in Tokyo from New Japan last year, which was Will Ospreay versus Shingo Takagi. I, I I never saw it, but I heard it was a good, a good match. Yeah. I, I need to go look that up. And I feel dumb. All right, let's go to the next question. All right. Uh, just a second of scrolling. Because these awards, they also give out, like, the best, like, MMA awards. But we're not talking MMA. Yeah, we'll skip the MMA questions. We'll, we'll although, stay to although, wrestling. Although, I, I, I will give you – one category which this doesn't count. Who who would be the best female MMA of the year last year? Best female MMA of last year? Yeah. Ronda Rousey. No. <laughs> She's not doing that anymore. She, she did it at the beginning of the year. No. No. Not in no, she didn't. Not in 2019. It's been a while. Uh... I'll be okay, honest. Yeah, right. I'll be honest. As soon as Ronda left the UFC, I haven't really seen all that much of the females, okay. so I well, don't know. It it was Amanda Nunez. 
Not bad. I, yeah. I saw her fight a couple of times. She's good. Okay, back to wrestling. Okay. Yes. <laughs> okay, feud of the year in 2019. <laughs> feud of the year? Yes. <laughs> feud of the year. The best feud of the year. Not, we'll get to the worst in a minute, but it was the best. Gargano, Cole. Okay, Freddie? I don't know. Oh, Andrew <laughs> was right. Adam Cole and Johnny Gargano. Damn it, we're tied. <laughs> two to okay. two. Okay. Okay. Feel bad about giving them that point? <laughs> yeah, because my answer was I don't know. <laughs> okay. But right, we're good. We're good. All right. It's tied two to two. Most improved for 2019. Most improved wrestler. I know. I should know. I should know. How many times that I looked over the list? <laughs> I should know. I'm gonna feel dumb. Most improved wrestler, MJF. <laughs> good guess. That's a good guess, but I I know for sure it's not MJF. Will that give me a point? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> I think this is another no pointer here. I'm gonna I'm gonna feel dumb, but go ahead and tell us. I can't remember. Well, uh, he did just he just signed with AEW. Uh, Lance Archer. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking something different. Anyway, I wouldn't have got it. <laughs> so. Okay, best technician of the year, which this is also called the the Daniel the Brian Danielson Award. And, and why you thinking that? I'm going to tell you the only reason it's called that because he, uh, Daniel Bryan or Brian Danielson won this award from 2005 to 2015. So it's not Daniel Bryan. It's not Daniel Bryan because. <laughs> I'm assuming <laughs> the person that okay, the person that won it this year, he's won it since 2016. Best technical wrestler. And when when Freddie finds out the answer, and I think he'll agree with me. What you got, Drew? Dulac. Why not? This is a little harder than you thought. Yeah, this is... I, never, I, thought, I didn't know what it was, so I don't know how hard it was. <laughs> I thought I was going to have it easy, but I'm not. Seeing as I looked over the list, but... This will have to be another I don't know. Okay. So is it Drew okay. Gulak? Zach Sabre Jr. <laughs> okay. Yeah, right, so that makes still, sense. We're still tied. We're still tied. Two to two. Okay, next award is is called the the uh, the Bruiser Brody Award, which is the best brawler of the year. Best brawler of the year. Which this person has actually won it since 2017. 
then it's not who I was thinking. <laughs> Probably not, because I had a thought too. <laughs> you thought? My first thought that popped up was going Hangman Adam Page, uh-huh. but I don't know. <laughs> okay, ready? Skip. <laughs> Tomasa Champa. That was my second fault. <laughs> Tomasa Champa. Then you should have said, said it. That was going to be a point. That was you you would have been winning. You would have had the lead. Underdog. We're still tied. <laughs> Best high flying wrestler. Ricochet. <laughs> <Ready>? <laughs> All right. Uh, God damn. What's his name? I'm having a Drew moment where I can't remember his name. Mustafa Ali. I'll go Mustafa Ali. Uh, that's going to be Will Ospreay. And we were just talking about him not too long ago. I should have said Will Ospreay. This, this one might be an easier one. Okay. The most overrated of 2019. <laughs> overrated? Yes, overrated. Like they got more hype than they should have. I already have a name in mind, but it's probably <laughs> not right. <laughs> or it might be right. Who knows? I'm just waiting on Drew. I don't want to say nothing that will hurt somebody. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay, they're not listening. <laughs> probably not. Because the most hyped person out there last year was Kofi. Yeah, but, but I, I still think he's worth it. So, <laughs> uh, let's answer? see. No. Okay. Most overhyped. Brock Lesnar. Let's go that way. Okay, ready? All right, I'm gonna go Seth Rollins. King Corbin. Oh, oh fuck that asshole. <laughs> most, That's yes, right. Most That's overrated. Right. <sighs> okay. okay. Let's and go the opposite. Think of Corbin. Let's go the opposite. Most underrated, 2019. Why can't I remember names? <laughs> I know it. I know it. I know it. Okay. Well, you can answer first if you, if you want. No, I want to okay. hear Drew's wrong answer. Okay. <laughs> Most <laughs> underrated wrestler. Yeah. Man. That's a long list. I know. <laughs> it's a long list. <laughs> Alistair Black. Uh, Shorty you, G. Uh, you didn't let me answer. Oh, I didn't. Oh. No, no. My, but my just. What were you I'm gonna just, say? I'm, I'm gonna be real. I'm gonna be real. You might not believe me, but my answer was Shorty G. <laughs> you know what? Let, let's Hold just. On. You know what? Just, that, that was my fault. I, let's I, call I, it even. Let's forget. 
Let's forget that happened. Uh, yeah, okay, let's scrap that one. Let's All scrap right. that one. All right, that was, my, that was my mistake. Okay, rookie of the year, 2019. And, and we're back to stuff I can't remember. And past, ah. past winners of this award are uh, include Dustin Rhodes in 89, Steve Austin in 1990, and Adam Cole in 2010. So what are we considering a rookie? Like the the first year of being a professional. Rhea Ripley. Why not? Was that her first year last year? I have no idea. No. Freddie? <laughs> <laughs> Damn. I should know that. We're back to the I should know category. Um. <sighs> Okay, I know I'll be completely wrong. It's not his first year, but Orange Cassidy. Just to throw someone out there. Uh, no, it's Jungle Boy. Oh, I can see that. Ricky of the year. Yeah. I mean, what a heck of a first year, so. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Makes sense. Okay, best non-wrestler of the year. Non-wrestler. Non yes. As in, they're they're just in their on their personality. I think I know this one. I want to say something, but it's probably wrong. <laughs> Go ahead. Everybody probably is going Jr., but I'm going Excalibur. Okay. Well, uh, you know. Let me answer. Let me answer. No, 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 no. Hold on. You know, I'm going to let Freddie answer. Go ahead. Non wrestler. Yes. Okay. So, used to be, but not anymore. That's where I'm going with this. Okay. I hate this guy, too. Corey Graves. Okay. You guys were going for announcers, which are the next categories. Ah, fuck. The best non wrestler was Paul Heyman. Makes sense. He does okay. yeah. cut a real good promo. So so now let's do the two announcers. Who was the best announcer here? Excalibur. Okay, ready? Just for fun, because we saw her that one time. Vicky Guerrero. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a, I don't know, answer from Freddie. <laughs> no, that's, uh, uh, I wanted to make a funny answer. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> it, it was the answer was Kevin Kelly. From I would have never, I would have never said Kevin Kelly. So I wouldn't have guessed that either. Funny answer. <laughs> I wouldn't have guessed that either. We're still tied at two, by the way. Okay, so next point wins. Let's just go with that. This might take forever. <laughs> yeah, because I, well, then let me just go ahead and give you a few of these. The worst announcer was. Freddie, you had this. Corey Graves. Ah. The best, the best wrestling show was Double or Nothing. The worst wrestling show was Super Showdown. I think we would have got that one. (laughs) Yeah, because that's last year's Super Showdown, not this year's. Well, it doesn't matter. They all suck anyway. I'm just telling you, it wasn't this year. So Damn. It wasn't this year's Goldberg one. It was last year when 
somebody else won something. It was when Goldberg lost in uh, Undertaker, wasn't it? Yes. I think, and yeah. When they, had yeah. That, when they had that, that Botchamania match. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, then let's go ahead and end it on here. We talked about the, the, the worst, the best feud earlier. Who had the worst feud of 2019? Here's my point. <laughs> I know this. Damn I it. know this. I know this. I got this point. I'll let Andrew answer first. The worst feud. Rusev and Lashley. Okay, Freddy. <laughs> I mean, yes. That, that. Come on, the whole divorce marriage thing. Come on. It's yes, got to be the worst a, ever. That's bad. But no, it's not. No, it's, it's not? not. How can no, anything be no, worse than that? It's Seth versus Bray just because of how it ended. Well, that's yes. And by the way, that also won worst match of the year. And yes. Hell in a cell. Okay. So two points? No, no I'm joking. No, I'm joking. I still won anyway. All right. Yes, no, I won much. because Rusev and Bobby's worse than Seth and Fiend. Yeah, but. <laughs> <laughs> That's not according to Dave Master. Not according to Dave. Well, Dave's not the god of wrestling. <laughs> well, he he's not because these awards aren't just based on Dave. They're based on like the fan votes, the wrestler votes. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, hold on. One more, and this doesn't count for a point. But I'll just let y'all go. Right. What was the worst? <laughs> the worst TV show of the year. Hmm. And by the way, this one, this one's one of three years in a row. Impact. <laughs> Ready? <laughs> I will go just because it was horrible. Not horrible, but they did a lot of bad stuff for a long time. Yeah. Raw. Yes, that's right. Raw was the worst show. Worst show of the year. I'm I'm saying because anything <laughs> all does is better than impact. And and the, the worst the worst promotion of the year goes to WWE. I disagree with that. Which, <laughs> because anything WWE does has to be better than impact. Come on. We're not talking about impact. <laughs> you said a promotion, damn it. Yes, a promotion. Any yeah. Uh, anything well, does is better than anything impact does. I'm sorry. I, I guess, but <laughs> I kind of disagree with it as because, well. Okay. Because as much bad stuff as WWE does, you know, Lashley Rusev, they do a lot of great stuff. So the problem there is WWE does so much that sometimes the bad counteracts the good. Yeah. Overshadows the good. It overshadows the yeah. good. They'll remember the bad stuff more than the good stuff and that's why they end up in this position. Yeah. So So on on the opposite side of that the best promotion was New Japan. Yeah. Yeah. Because it, that's a different level there. Right. Yeah. And you know the difference in the rules and what's they're allowed to do over there. 
that's a bit unfair as well. But yeah, I understand. I understand the choice. So, all right, you know, well, yeah. <laughs> well, then Freddie got the most points, so Freddie can choose what he wants to talk about first. All right, so we went quite a little bit on that. Yeah, I, I, it's a little a little longer than I yeah, thought it would. Be. I, I I kind of figured it would take a little bit of time, so. Yeah. I'm going to throw it out there. Let's do this a little bit differently this week. Instead okay. of instead of uh, going match by match, kind of doing a full review of every show, yes. I'll go first since I won. And okay. we'll just say what we – I'll just say what I thought of one show, and we could each do whatever show we think. Okay whatever show we want to talk about. It's a personal choice here. Right, okay. So I'm going to go first, and I'm going to choose Elimination Chamber. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm not – the show as a whole ended up just – it's the same thing. It started off really well with Daniel Bryan versus Drew Gulak. That yeah. was a really good match, and and that was I, I, that would be a twenty twenty match of the year candidate. Yes, at this point right now, at least at least in WWE, if not all of wrestling. Yes, when Daniel did it for the second time in the match, the headstand. Yeah, and it's a, a, just the smallest thing, just a little bit of elevation and drop Daniel on his head kind of scares you because of the concussion issues Daniel Bryan has had, but to feel comfortable again, to do those kind of spots, hell of a match. And he also took a pretty bad spiel to the floor too. At one point. Yeah. 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 Yep. Which, you know, AEW did it first. (laughs) <laughs> so we know yeah. where they got the I'm, – I'm, I'm just being honest. AEW did it first. It looked amazing both ways. When AEW did it, it was awesome. I went loud for when it happened. And same thing here. It was just awesome to watch. But not going to go match by match. Just going to go on the show as a whole. Uh, it's, it, it went bad during the men's elimination match. They weren't able to jump off the top rope, right? There was botches all over the place. Yeah. Otis kind of <laughs> saved it, which what they with what they did, uh, him going through the cell doors straight to the outside. It, it picked up when heavy machinery got in there. It kind of saved the match, but. After that, it was just kind of a downfall, and it didn't help that Shayna just beat everybody so quickly in the women's match. Yeah. Kind of remind you of Brock Lesnar in, in the Rumble. Yeah. I I wouldn't have been so down on it at the end if they would have just given Shayna a little bit more of a struggle. It would have made her more believable. Yeah. At least that's what I think. So pretty good start to the show. The first two hours were great, but once it made it to that to the actual elimination chamber matches, 
I think that's that's where it went down for me. I found myself not happy when the elimination chamber ended. For me, the best spot of the whole night was when Otis went completely through the through the chamber and out to the floor. Yes. <laughs> uh, I actually liked this like two seconds before that. When Tucker's standing on the top of the pod and does a somersault off the pod onto the group of guys beside him. <laughs> yeah. 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 There's yeah. there are spots in the match that were amazing. Yeah, the the Grand Metal League spot when he when he jumped off the cage. Yes. Yeah. yeah. That those are probably the three best spots in the match for me, but the miscues and yes. It, it was just a mess of a match before heavy machinery and after heavy machinery. Yeah. It's like when heavy machinery was in there, everybody was on point. Right. Nothing, nothing went wrong while heavy machinery was in there. But once they were eliminated, it went back to being that same mess of a match. So that's my thoughts on the elimination chamber, that was my choice for this week. So, uh, this probably won't be great audio content on who wants to go next, but just for my pure enjoyment, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I think we, I think y'all should do paper, rock, scissors for it. That's two out of three. I was never good at this. Okay. Uh, all right, we'll skip it. We'll skip it. Uh, <laughs> All right, well, Johnny, you can go next. What show was okay. your show of the week? Mine only because it was just so just different and interesting was uh, last night's Friday Night SmackDown. Like like I had mentioned earlier in, in the news, it was held at the Performance Center in Orlando uh, with no no audience, uh, just just the ring, and but they had all the the stage presentation uh, with no pyro obviously but you had Michael Cole out there and you had Triple H out there as well on commentary which he was I think the best part of the show he just had a bunch of hilarious spots Uh, there was one point when he he broke kayfabe and talked about how he mentioned he was actually demoted in WWE as far as the corporate side goes, uh, but there was a spot when they had Mojo Raleigh out there. He was talking about uh, uh, Rob Gronkowski signing with WWE, and at at the end of the segment, uh, Mojo and Triple H were, were going turns back and forth on Michael Michael Cole. I, I don't know what they were doing, slapping him on the back of the head or something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> he did right before that happened. He did mention like, oh, you and DX, y'all used to always bully yeah, me. Yeah, used to give me wedgies and everything. <laughs> yeah, used to give me wedgies and stuff. So, yeah. you know, uh, this was planned, I think, whenever they did that with Mojo out there. But yeah. it, it was funny. I liked Triple H on commentary. Yes, yeah. Just hilarious. He needs to do it more. Right. And there wasn't really much that was built towards this. You started out with a a tag match with Alexa and Nikki against um, Bailey and, and Banks, which, which interesting. You had uh, Oscar who who came out and, and distracted uh, 
distracting the, uh, Alexa and, and Nikki and and uh, Nikki tapped out to the, the bank statement. Um, so then after that, they also had, which we already went through this, they replayed the entire tag team elimination chamber match, which I think was the down point in the show. Yeah, that was definitely the down point. I toned out during that whole thing. If I wanted to watch the replay, I'd just go to the network and watch it and watch the replay. I don't want to see it on SmackDown. (laughs) Which we're we're thinking, you know, maybe they didn't have enough content to present for for that that night. Not enough people there to pull the whole show. Or, Or on the other hand, maybe they just did that as a bonus for the fans. They didn't get to see it. Yes. Maybe. Like they, like they did that one time that they had, they couldn't have Raw because it was a snowstorm. So they showed the entire Royal Rumble on on Raw the night yeah. after. Yeah, yeah, but the Royal Rumble is a completely different monster yes, than yes, right than this Elimination Chamber match. Yeah, if they did it for the fans, if that's what they were thinking, then I could, I could understand the choice they made, but. Seeing as I had already seen it, I just didn't like that. We had a, you know, there were 40, to 40 minutes there just, where something different could have been done. Just give us something yeah, new. Right. Even for the people that didn't watch it, you already knew the outcome. Right. So, yeah, we, I just would have done something different with that time. We saw a backstage segment with uh, Daniel Bryan and Drew Gulak when Daniel came out and and uh, said that he, you know, he had a lot to learn from from Drew, and and it it seemed like Drew Gulak has turned face face now, and because we ended up having a match between uh, Daniel Bryan and Cesaro, which was a, a a really good match, but Drew Gulak was in his in his corner. So, yeah. Uh, whenever I saw them backstage together, and the way Daniel came up and saying, "Hey." you kind of shocked me and you shocked the world pretty much with how great you actually are. And it's Daniel given that respect. And I didn't know I wanted Daniel to be in a tag team again until now. Right. Yeah. This is really good. I liked what they did with Daniel and Drew Gulak. Go ahead. It's the tag team we're going to get that I didn't know I wanted. Right, right, yeah. We saw the return of Jeff Hardy. He uh, he was confronted confronted by King Corbin in the back, so they ended up, ended up having a match, which uh, Jeff Hardy won because uh, uh, Elias was at Con commentary and he distracted, uh, distracted Corbin. <laughs> started playing a song. He still, didn't, still got no lyrics, but... Uh, also, also interesting. Jeff Hardy, they've changed the name of his signature move. It's no longer the Twist of Fate. It's now called the Twist of Fury. It's not. It doesn't sound good. It no, doesn't. No. You, this. You can't have a move that you've done for a long time. Yes. And then just out of the out of nowhere. The name changes. I, I know why they did it. 
Yeah, I because th- because I think Matt has the rights to that name. Yeah. And Matt's probably going to use that in AEW. Yeah. Or maybe Michael just forgot. <laughs> oh, I don't think so. <laughs> I mean, as much as I, I wouldn't say oh, as I'm much. I'm sorry, that's not JR. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> There's no, I have no hate towards Michael Cole. He had his funny segments when he barely started out. They put him through a lot of shit, but he's a really smart guy. Yeah. If you actually listen to him without all the goofy parts with that all he that, says. Without, without all the big dogs and the boss times. Yes. Oh, that's Besides all of that crap that Vince yeah. has him say, yeah. he's a really smart guy. Yeah, he is. So I don't think it was a, I don't think it was a mistake by him when he said it. So at that point, I think you just drop the move. Unfortunately, because go ahead, Drew. Rename it something that doesn't have twist in it. It still wouldn't sit well because you've known it for right. so long. Yeah. As the twist of fate. For over 20 years. Yes. So I think at that point, you you would just have to abandon the moves. The, the, the fate of the fury. I don't know. Uh, see, nothing, <laughs> nothing like would a movie. sound right. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds like the next Fast and the Furious movie. Yeah. <laughs> That's what that sounds like. Yeah. But. The fate yeah, of the. You, huh? <laughs> Yeah, it would just have to be dropped. That should just be a dropped move. And if WWE is smart, they drop it after this. All right. And finally, John Cena cut a promo on on Bray Wyatt, uh, theme, talking about how uh, you, you know uh, WWE should should push other stars like Rhea Ripley or Matt Riddle or Tommaso Ciampa, other than. And Bray Wyatt, who's already had his his uh, his time in the sun, and that's when all of a sudden you hear Bray start talking, and then John John starts looking left and right, camera starts panning around, and then you see you see Bray sitting in the front row, and then he he jumps over the barricade to to finish off his finish off the promo, and, and yeah, so, I just go yeah. ahead. No, you go ahead. I just really like Bray. He's awesome on the mic. Everything he (laughs) said, how John Cena, when he beat him at WrestleMania a while back, and how he had to pretty much reinvent himself to try and come back and redeem his big loss. That was his first big loss. And it sent him into a downward spiral. And the fiend helped him. He got the Seth Rollins treatment from the fiend. It's like redesign, rebuild. And he's here to reclaim the top spot. Which, as much as I hate to admit it, because I know I give Drew a, Drew gives me a lot of shit because of this because I really <laughs> do have hate for John Cena the character. 
Yeah. Not the person. Yeah. The character. This was really good. And I could say John Cena did a good job. Bray did a really great job, like always. It built the match a little more. And I'm interested. I'm interested to see what happens. I am too. And uh, my biggest concern is if it's going to happen. Yeah. That's that's everybody's big concern. But we all know what reason... For yeah. what reason it's a big concern for everybody? They're talking about how they, if it has to be postponed, that we're actually we may get a, a WrestleMania during the summer. Yeah, like but July. if they have to wait that long, I think they're going to have to come up with something new. You're right, they're going to have to book new matches. And yeah, they're going to have to end these feuds on TV. Okay. Yeah. What I would do, which they haven't done in a while, they used to do it a lot, not even a lot more. It was just, I think they've only done it like two or three, two or three times as far as I can remember. Uh, A Raw and SmackDown super show. Raw super show. Yes, I used to love those. Yeah, so... If they're going to cancel WrestleMania or postpone it, however you want to put it, till summertime, uh, just do a Raw Super Show. It is You do have three hours, so you do everything there. You do the Bray John Cena. You do the Goldberg Roman Reigns. Yeah. Just do, do the, everything on a the, Raw. The Drew and Brock Lesnar. Yes, the German block Brock Lesnar. Just do the, the big matches that you already hacked up for uh, Shayna versus Becky and Rhea versus Charlotte. Yeah, that would be a heck of a super show. Yeah. So if they were smart, like we are, <laughs> <laughs> that's just what I would do because you can't keep these same storylines going until the yeah. summer. Right. What if they do a WrestleMania with no crowd? Like they've been, but they still have WrestleMania, but have it like in a performance that, center, no well, crowd. It's an option for them to do it with, without a crowd at Raymond James Stadium that may be on the table. Yeah, I, I, I just think having a performance center that's just way too low key. Yeah. WrestleMania at the performance center wouldn't work. Because WrestleMania, we all know it's about the visuals, them walking down, the yeah. long ramp. This the year, under- why not? The pyro. Yeah, <laughs> the Undertaker taking five minutes to walk from the top he, of the ramp. Taking longer for, longer for him to come down than, than his actual <laughs> match. Yeah, yeah. It, it's, it's, all, it's the biggest spectacle of the year for WWE and... To have it at the performance center, it wouldn't work. So and and it actually brings a lot of money to the local economy. It yeah. brings about brings about a hundred and twenty some million to the local economy. Not this year. Not this year. <laughs> Not this year. Uh, it's it's interesting. It's interesting for all the wrong reasons. Right. So I don't know. I don't know how how it's going to end up. Prices. 
Well, here's something that I had mentioned uh, earlier in the week to Freddie. Uh, if, if it does get canceled uh, for Tampa, Vince is is good friends with Jerry Jones. So w- <laughs> what if what if Jerry says, "Hey, just bring it over here, AT&T Stadium." And we've already we've already said we're, if that happens, we're buying tickets. Yeah, that's right. So Drew, get ready. <laughs> yes. I, I don't want to. I don't know if I should say this. I don't know if I should say this. Just start asking for the money, Drew. You need <laughs> money for the ticket. And so, but don't forget, we also have Survivor Series in November. So. True. True. Still have not announced. Uh, Still not announced yet. No, no, it hasn't been announced, but no, you know, doesn't. we're hoping yes. because that's what we heard. Yeah. So we're hoping, and we'll make the weekend of it because you know NXT will put on their show. We'll have Survivor Series on Sunday, so yeah. yeah. But that's for a different time. Yes. Okay. That's so for a different time. So now, Andrew, what's your choice of the week? <laughs> you don't know. I there's thought three, I don't. there's three shows we haven't discussed yet. Pick one. <laughs> yeah. Let's talk raw. Okay. Raw. All right. We'll talk raw. A couple of things stood out. Actually, one of the first things I thought of. I don't know how to say this without sounding bad. Yeah. <laughs> the last two months or so. Uh, Rey Mysterio, Angel Garza, Humberto, and Andrade have all fought each other. They haven't fought anybody else on the roster except for those four interchangeable. Why? That's true. I don't know. I don't know. I don't understand it. Let them fight someone else. I'm tired of these four matches matches over and over again. It's the token lucha segment of Raw. Right. Which I, I understand the frust- the frustration behind why you said that, but at the same time, look at the caliber matches they put on them. Yes. I know that, but you tell me Alistair can't put on a match against Andrade like that, or even we've seen it. Uh, Ricochet put on yeah. a match against Andrade like that. We've seen it. Okay, let Andrade <laughs> then let Ricochet See. fight Garza. Okay, I, I think what they're building up to is, again, WrestleMania pending, is a fatal four-way ladder match for the United States title with the four of them. It's all about the end. It's all about the build, Drew. Yeah. <laughs> it's all about the build, Drew. Yeah, I I understand what, what you mean. Uh, you know, it's... Trust me, the last thing I I want is for it to get repetitive, but as good as all four of them are, every match is different enough. It gives you something just a little different that sets it apart. So I understand as soon as you hear, like, this guy is going against this guy, you're like, this again? But at least it's not to the level of, Roman Reigns and Baron Corbin and as much as they did that. Yes. <laughs> they keep on mixing it up enough to where it's not the same every single time. But yeah, it needs to end at WrestleMania. I think yes. if they go if they go past that, 
with the same four guys, it's overkill. Yeah. So, yeah, that should end at WrestleMania. Okay. And then <laughs> Seth asked Gallagher to join his little messiah group, become a disciple. Yeah. I enjoyed that. I really like it. I really like, I've yeah. said it from the beginning, I like what he's doing and the group he's building. And Alistair yeah, turned him down. Alistair turned him down. <laughs> so he just needs to find the right people. But asking, asking him, I knew it wasn't going to end up with them two joining together. It's not in Alistair's character, but at least he's trying. Yeah. Right. He failed, which he failed a lot on Monday. It wasn't Seth Rollins' night. No. So, I, I think it was a build of it's not, it's not your night. Which most of the most of the way Raw has ended for Seth Rollins and his messiahs, uh, all of his whole group. Uh, they've always ended up happy every time Raw ended. So it was a little different this week, and well, I enjoyed it. Well, the way you, you were talking about, you know, being repetitive with all, all the four Lucha guys, the main event was Seth Rollins against uh, against Alistair, and, and it, it ended up being an eight-man tag match with Alistair wasn't even, even involved. It was right. uh, it was Murphy and Seth and AOP against against Street Profits and and uh, not even Viking Raiders. Viking, Viking Raiders, Raiders, which we seem like we've seen those, those same teams go go every week. Yes, he does. Yeah, yeah. It it wasn't the right way to end Raw, and it seemed the only reason it made it threw a lot of people off, and we've heard it is because what happened to Alistair. He yeah, just exactly. disappeared. Exactly. So, yeah, I just think that was a miscue, definitely. Yes. You know, you can't start a match with someone and you want to turn it into an eight-man match, that's all fine. But don't exclude the person that started the match. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it was just confusing. <laughs> So uh, something else that I, I I thought they could have done differently was um, Drew uh, McIntyre took on Eric Rowan, and at, at one point uh, he killed the spider. <laughs> he killed uh, the spider. Drew, Drew picked up the cage and he slammed it on on the steps, and then was he he kicked it or something after that, and so I, I, I guess. Set it on the ground and picked up the steps and smashed yes, the cage okay. with it. <laughs> so I'm, I'm guessing he killed the spider, which uh, uh, I think Jerry mentioned on commentary. But they didn't have any anything after after the match. You know, Rowan didn't didn't grieve for it or or do anything with it. And I thought what it, what would have been better is if Drew he slammed the Slammed the cage onto the steps. It opened up, and the spider ran off, 
and then <laughs> and then Rowan would get out of the ring to go chase it, and when he's going up the ramp, he gets the claymore. It is an electronic spider, so they yeah. could have made it move. Somebody's been controlling it. It should have went under the ring. Yeah, it yes. should have gone under the ring. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm trying to take this seriously because why? I don't know. I don't know. I, for some reason, just because, just because uh, Drew McIntyre is involved, I want right, to take right. it seriously. But it's obviously comedy at the same time because yeah. it is an electronic spider. Yes. And it is Rowan. So, so it should It'll be interesting to see what they do. Yeah. If I would have taken the comedy route and this wouldn't hurt Drew McIntyre, would have had the spider go under the ring and you hear something going on under the ring and then on the other side. Hornswoggle, Hornswoggle comes out with the yeah, spider. I had Hornswoggle the same idea. I had the same idea. <laughs> yeah. Hornswoggle would have came back for a one-night thing. So, yeah, which if I, you're going to do comedy, do comedy right. Which I do believe he is scheduled to appear sometime during WrestleMania week. Yeah. Whether it so, be on the show or not, I don't know. Yeah, that would have been a good callback. Yeah. I think they should have done something like that. Yeah. And like I said, it wouldn't hurt Drew because, I mean, he initiated that part of it, so it wouldn't have hurt him. Yeah. I just see maybe next week, like, Eric Rowan uh, holding a funeral for his spider <laughs> or something. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I would like it. I would yeah. I would laugh and I would like it. So <laughs> Yeah, I think they should do something like that. There was a lot on Raw. Uh the one thing I see that I kind of want to talk about and I think it might have been a better ending to the show is Edge Edge coming back. Finally, after oh, yeah. the RKO last week to Beth Phoenix, just the intensity Edge has. What are they doing with MVP? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think MVP is a he's a, now a backstage producer with WWE, so he's yeah. coming out. He's coming out as a, one of those non wrestlers now. And I guess they're going to let him have the VIP lounge once in a while. If he's a backstage personality, keep him backstage. I don't want to see him. <laughs> <laughs> just, just, yeah. like, just like Abyss. Yeah, just and, like Abyss. And, and Devon. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Which, to be honest, even though they haven't done it, they have the opportunity to use Abyss. I don't know yes. if they have... I don't know what the rights are with the character there, but well, I I think the reason he's still called Abyss because that's his. I think he he might have the rights to that character name. Okay, yeah. then I would just go ahead and use it. But yeah, you know we're we're going away from what we were talking about here. <laughs> it's, a little we, bit. It's okay. We do that a lot. We yeah, yeah. A lot. It's, it's all yeah. right. Yeah, <laughs> but. Yeah, uh, 
Edge with that standing choke. I like the standing choke. Edge is known for his spear, and he used to have the education. He's had a couple of finishing moves, and with him coming back and the issue he had, I kind of figured there would be some sort of move he would use to kind of protect him a little bit. Yeah. And it's not the most technical of moves, but to the look Edge get Edge got on his face whenever he had MVP in it, it he sells it really well. And I like the standing choke. I hope that's his new finish. Because I could see Randy Gordon going for an RKO at WrestleMania and him somehow being caught in that standing choke. Yeah. Yeah. So I like it. I like everything they're doing with Edge now that he's back. It was a really good it was a really good way to get to this point. And the only way I can end and this part for myself is please let WrestleMania happen. I just want to watch this match. This is <laughs> this is probably this would probably be match of the night for me at WrestleMania. I think it's the match I would enjoy the most apart from The Fiend. But can't One say of those. Either it is or it isn't. Well, okay. <laughs> the, we all know the fiend is my favorite, but yes, that night I would, I would have to put the fiend at a close second, because it's Edge and Randy Orton, <laughs> and just the way it's been built, it's all awesome. I don't want to go off too much on it, but it is just awesome. When you said you were going to put the fiend the second, I thought you were going to say that that you that you thought John Cena was going to win. No, no, <laughs> no. Triggered. That hasn't happened. We haven't happened yet today, but it happened. It had. It just happened. It just yeah. happened right now. He will not win because if he wins then it's going to get in his head that he can go face Roman because Roman's winning at WrestleMania. Oh, yes. yeah. That's definitely. my other prediction. They can't keep it on Goldberg. Yeah. So Roman wins, and if John Cena wins for some fucking reason, I don't want that. I don't want that. This is all about me. Because it's the fiend, <laughs> I don't want that. Even Fuck if everybody you bring else. Back he won't go back to thugonomics. He can, or, he could, or even he better, did that last year. Prototype. One off. That was a one off. <laughs> the no, it won't happen. <laughs> the only way, I, I still want to be happy about it either way. Because it ends up John Cena winning. I, I would never be happy John Cena winning. The only way is he finally makes that heel turn. We get the dark side of John Cena. 
that's the only way I would kind of accept it. But then again, not really. <laughs> but enough with the John Cena hate. I don't want to. I don't want to go off on this guy. So let's just <laughs> let's okay. just continue. <laughs> yeah, I think those were pretty much the high points of Raw. Yeah, it was. It it's interesting with how SmackDown went this week, and that they had they had to show the Elimination Chamber match. For some reason, it kind of scares me a little bit for this upcoming Raw because yeah. it'll also be held at the Performance Center. That's three hours and that you've got I've, to fill. I've already called this that I think they're going to end up showing the women's Elimination Chamber match on Raw. Was it, which isn't any better. No. Half of it is Shayna Baszler just doing two moves. Just dominating. Yeah. I guess I can tone out again, but you have people. Yeah. Just bring them in. They yeah, have which, a lot more to work with on Raw, so. Which I, I, I want to give props to 205 Live. I, I did see the show on the network after SmackDown. They Now, they only had one match this week. It was only 30 minutes, but it was a 10-man tag team match. It was the 205 Live Originals versus NXT. You had NXT, uh, you had Kushida, Isaiah Swarthcott, uh, Tyler Breeze, and, and uh, Burke and, and Larkin against, uh, it was the Brian Kendrick, uh, it was Drew Gulak, uh, Mike Kanellis. Davari and one other person, I forget who it was, but it was a it was a, and it was an elimination match. Was it Jack Gallagher? I, Gallagher? I said that. I said that. You said Gulak. You said Gulak. I meant Jack Gallagher, sorry. <laughs> sorry. I was like Drew Gulak. Sorry. I didn't remember him in the match. Did he did he bring Daniel Bryan with he him? Pulled double, he pulled double duty. Double duty. Hey, no, it was but, in the same building, why not? <laughs> yeah, so go check that out on the network if you have a chance. It's pretty good. Yeah, definitely go check that out. That's one of the things I'm going to check out tonight at Johnny's recommendation because I heard it was a good match. And, and also something interesting I, I, I read today from last night's SmackDown, since there was no audience during the match when they took commercial break, they stopped the action. Yeah, so they're all just standing there. Yeah. Just waiting for the camera to cut back on. Yeah. They for probably five, started seconds. Yeah. They probably started wrestling I think about 5 10 seconds before. Right. Yeah. Just, just so it looks, it looks like they've been fighting the whole commercial ring. Yeah. But they're all just standing there taking a coffee break and, <laughs> talking know, to each other. Well, hey, yeah, just talking to each other. So how are the kids? So what was interesting <laughs> what was interesting about that is that uh, you could actually hear the ref m- make calls. Like uh, during the first uh, women's tag match, you could hear the ref go. He said, I could hear him. He said, okay, Bailey tagged. Nikki tagged. Yeah. And every time this was tagged, you, you hear him say that. Yeah. It was, it was to me, and it was going to be like this. I think I knew it from even before SmackDown started, it was more of a kind of like behind the scenes. This yeah. is how 
this is the real thing. This is how we practice it, you know? Yeah. It just had that kind of a vibe to it. But that that works well for SmackDown. And I think it has to be different for Raw. There's just too much of it being the main show, it being three hours long. I don't think it would work to just have filler, filler time. You know, just fill it with stuff we've already seen. That wouldn't work for Raw. They have to keep, they have to keep it completely live. But it's going to be interesting to see what they do on Monday. Yeah. And that's going to set the tone for probably the next month or two. Because real life situation mixing in with our world of. By the way, my final thought, go ahead. No, you go ahead. Okay. My final thought on this, going back to the real world situation, for those of you listening, stop hoarding merchandise. (laughs) Okay. We work in retail and we've seen nothing but empty shelves most of the week. And I'll, I'll... I'll discuss uh, off camera with Drew, but it's been tough just keeping up all week long. So you yeah. don't need to buy you don't need to buy ten uh, three count packages of wipes. You don't need to buy five five packages of toilet paper. You know, it's it's, it's the world is not ending. Not no. ev- not everyone is going to get this disease. Just no. do what do what they tell you. Wash your hands for twenty seconds. Let's start doing either the fist bump or the elbow bump instead of handshakes. Yeah, which I do the fist bump anyway. So, and yeah, just, just take care of yourself. Yeah, everybody, just take care of yourself with this. Like I said we see it. Other than I don't, I don't want to make ourselves seem too important here. Because I know there's more important people than us in this world. Like, unfortunately, I have to say it, which the president is a lot more important than we are. Doesn't matter that the Chico is the one that's the president. But, like, all the doctors and everything that are working on this, they're a lot more important than we are. But there's two things in this world that are being affected a lot right now it's anyone that works in healthcare any hospital you have a lot of people coming in right now because of this and retail retail and i would see obviously the medical side of it as the front line because that's the most important part of it but we're also seeing it firsthand with how crazy people come into the store this weekend was today. You went. You chose the perfect time to go on vacation, Drew. Yes. <laughs> you chose the perfect time. The last three days have just been yeah. something else. I was, uh, not to go into it too much, but I was stocking the last little bit of water we had this morning. It was two carts. And it wasn't even making it on the shelf. People were just taking it out of my hands. Mm. 
So this morning when I went in and pretty much for most of the day, both sides of the, the toilet paper and paper towels, the whole shelf all the way down the, the row was empty. You could actually, you, you, I was having conversations with the associate on the next aisle. And I was, I was on one one hour over just because I <laughs> through the em- through the empty steel. Yes, y'all were having conversations. Yes, which you know that's kind of the safest way to have a conversation right now because there needs to be distance between people. Yeah. So yeah, you it might look weird, but Johnny was actually being safe. <laughs> he was looking out for himself. But yeah, just everybody stay safe and. uh you know, real life blending in with our little wrestling bubble, as a lot of people like to call it. Yeah, it's it's weird that what we use as an escape from work, from real life, to distract ourselves for a couple of hours during the week is, it's weird. It's weird. So we're going to end on a, on a funner note here. I don't know if Drew has his question ready, but we've already talked about our shows, what we thought of the majority of the shows throughout the week. So if Drew's ready, whenever he's ready, it's Stump the Brain. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. For Stump the Brain this week, we have a two-part question. Okay. Bonus points if you give me actual numbers, but I'll just take the first <laughs> number. Okay. Who has competed in the most matches in WWE history, male and female? Male and female. <laughs> okay. Okay, how far back are we going here? Ever. In Ever. history. Ever. Yes. In history. Okay. All right. Okay, recorded history, I guess. Yeah, recorded <laughs> I history. I don't know Google how far history. back there, I don't know give how me, far back there the database goes. Because they give me the earliest years. <laughs> Google history, whatever. This is from Google probably. So Okay, okay. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna say Female would probably be. I'm going to say. Uh, um, I'm going to say Lita for the female. And, the and male, for the male? The male. Kind of. <laughs> kind of. I hate to say this, but. No, wait. I'm not, I'm not gonna say that because he's been <laughs> he, he hasn't he hasn't done much last few years. Uh, I know where he was going. Thank you for not going there. <laughs> <laughs> I was I, I was panicking for a second again. Okay, uh, the most matched for the male. I'm gonna say the Undertaker. Not bad guesses. That would have been my guess. From the male, it's Kane. Okay, that was close. One thousand six hundred 
1,663 matches so far. But is that as Kane? Because he had different characters. It just says Kane. Okay, all right. So, it's <laughs> so it was probably as Kane, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. For the woman, it's Natalia. Hmm. 957 matches. Huh. Okay. Hmm. And that is from, I can tell you the website I got it from too. The Internet Wrestling Database at ProFightDatabase.com. <laughs> hey, look, man, with a name like that, it sounds pretty legit to me. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll give Johnny credit on this one a little bit this week. It's technically two weeks in a, in a row that he's been stumped. Yeah. But Kane is a good uh, well, he said the Undertaker, but Kane is the actual yeah. one. And I was but, gonna say, I was gonna say Cena. <laughs> yeah. No, no, stop, stop it. We're not going there. We've already been there today, so why revisit that train wreck? Okay. Right. Cena is actually number five. Okay. <laughs> okay. What's in the top five? Kane. Uh huh. The Big Show. Okay. Ziggler. Huh. Randy Orton. John Cena. Oh. Okay. Wow. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, the only the only surprising one there, but I could see it is still, even though it's a little surprising, is Ziggler. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, he's he's a good worker, so I could see it. I could yeah. see it. And top five for the women, do you have that, Drew? No. Okay, now put them on the spot. All right. Well, no, I just thought you were looking. I thought you were looking at the website. So. Yeah. Well, I am, but it doesn't have them broke down. I just went through and found the first woman. Oh, okay. Well, that that's good enough. Yeah. Well, two weeks in a row, we have stumped the brain. Yeah. You know, and let's end it on a good note. I think that's the perfect way to end it for this week. Uh, everyone just stay safe uh, and stop look hoarding. out for one another. Yeah, stop hoarding. Yeah. Okay. And, and <laughs> Give don't us forget, a little bit of a break. And don't forget to check out WrestleTalk on YouTube. Yes. Don't forget to check out the WrestleTalk show they're putting on on Monday and uh, support support all wrestling. All know, wrestling. All wrestling. Yeah. So thanks for listening and uh, – Stay safe.